Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to Greenlight's podcast. Mm. We got a great Stanford Steve episode for you today. We cover a lot of topics. We recap both semifinal games, talk a couple of the other bowl games that happened, talk the national championship, what needs to go right for TCU to win, what needs to go right for Georgia to win. We throw out a couple teams that Jim Harbaugh might find himself on. Is it the Broncos? Do we want him to ride? Is it the Panthers? Do we want him to prowl? Or is he just going to interview for the Vikings again and go back to Ann Arbor? We get into our locks. We do a little Week 18 preview. Which teams with playoff implications have the best chance to win their games and head into the postseason? Chris, Stanford, Stephen, Macon also talk about the DeMar Hamlin injury, the updates and good news that's been provided by his friends and family and the Buffalo Bills, the outpouring of support from across the NFL. We're glad it's good things we're hearing from DeMar's situation. Y'all enjoy the show. We will be back tomorrow with The Freak Show. And we'll be on Ant this afternoon, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Steve, are you still on the West Coast? I am on the left coast, Christopher. Out here. How, how, how's business out there? Business is good. Um, obviously, did the Peach Bowl, uh, flew out New Year's Day, uh, Rose Bowl, game day, a couple added responsibilities, a ton of fun to be on the desk with the guys. Literally was landed at LAX Sunday, and I'm walking through the airport, and I'm like, why is every TV showing NFL highlights? I totally forgot it was an NFL Sunday. Yeah, now, like, college football just ate, ate your your week. These days just are all running together. Uh, appreciate Reed reaching out early and letting me know what the schedule was <laughs> for the week because what day it is. I mean, out here in L.A., Manhattan Beach, raining. It's unbelievable. Can't is it raining in Manhattan Beach right now? It does. I can confirm it does rain in Manhattan Beach. And and you got to see our friend Ryan Rosillo last night. Did had a great dinner with uh, old Riso last night. Uh, good to see him. That's Told great. me he's checking in about two thirty five. Um, he got a salad in, and we were good. <laughs> two thirty five, please. Steve looks and sounds really happy. He got free gear at UCLA. Yeah, he got yeah, the Jordan. He's got, got that Jordan, nice Jordan stuff. Yeah, thank you, um, my friends at UCLA. What was your biggest takeaway from the Peach Bowl, seeing it in person? I can't believe C.J. Stroud was a losing quarterback in that game. Uh, I thought he was the best player on the field. 
I really did. Uh, knowing what that team went through for the 35 days prior to that game, it was, I mean, somebody did the questions from media day and it was, I think, 80% about the Michigan game. And then like another quarter of that was, do you feel like you deserve to be in this game? And being around Ohio State, you could sense they had, you know, us against the world mentality. And I thought they had a great game plan. They went right at Georgia. Their offensive line hung in there. And slowly but surely, that 60-minute game started to get them. And, you know, you lose two difference makers like Cade Stover and Marvis Harrison Jr. It's And they're such a huge part of their game plan. Uh, it caught up with them. And Georgia hits the hits the big play at the right time. They score too fast, leave Stroud time, and you know the field goal is not even close. So I, I just looking at what Stroud was up against, the criticism, how he looked the last time we saw him, to what he looked like in the Peach Bowl. I thought he was the best player on the field. And I was I was sad to see him lose that game because I didn't think he deserved it. And uh, you know how about the uh, the, the Horn Frogs, man? I they probably man. had a little bit of them against the world. Yeah, going. I I was blown away at Michigan's plan. I, I really thought, you know, you know this, you know, Chris with the three three five. Like, how do you go about it? If you have big guys in size, you try and maul them. And we see the first play of the game; they run ISO right up the middle. It's fifty nine yards, and yeah. then they go down the goal line and they start getting cute. And then they go down in the game. So the game plan sort of gets away. You're down two scores that early in the game. It's tough, but I thought Michigan would line up, run inside zone, run some, uh, you know, duo and just overpower them up front. And they never did. And TCU's guys on the edge played great. I thought the injury to Schoonmaker, the tight end for Michigan, he's their best blocking tight end. And when you watch it, those guys on the edge for TCU dominated the edge. Uh, of Michigan uh, in the past game, in the run game. And it was, I, I give TC all the credit in the world, man. They didn't, I thought they would have to bring somebody else up in the box, you know, against the run. They didn't. They played their 3-3-5 shell and those guys played, man. I mean, the, the, the awareness they have, linebackers, you know, shooting open gaps when they see run, I thought was just incredible. So hats off to them. I mean, Dar uh, Duggan wasn't great. Uh, he was really good in the run game. I thought they did a great job in zone reads. Uh, the Quentin Johnson play is, is tremendous and was much needed. But he's going to have to be better throwing the football uh, Monday night. Well, we finally got a good uh, semifinal round. You know, but I, I can't remember a, a playoff that we had two first-round games that were seemed exciting. Of course, I was in the Bahamas and couldn't watch either of them. But really? refreshing on my score app, they looked oh. very exciting, and from everything I've heard this week, they were they were great games. So that that bodes well for college football playoff uh, lovers. Both dogs cover, yeah, as given out on the show. Yeah, yep. yep as hey, yeah, what's yeah. going on there? Is his voice well, all right? I, I swallowed a, a horned frog uh, <laughs> in honor of the the college football national championship game. I'm okay, Steve. This is a new. You don't illness. look it, and you don't sound it. Oh, I, I thought I was looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. I just look normal. No offense. Well, no, a I lot played of people, a little. That's the, a lot of people say. Are you it. playing hurt today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and this is a, a distinct illness from the flu that Ooh. had me down for about ten days a couple weeks ago. The one we that don't know Chris what had. this is. Yeah, yeah, the, the one that Chris had. Well, I don't know if it was the one I had. You went to a Christmas party, a bunch of people in tuxedos. You knew about that? Yeah, you sent me a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, thank God you sent me a picture of that Christmas party because I guaranteed 
that flu was going to land squarely on my shoulders. You had it the week after me. Nah, nah, you were good. We were zooming and everything. I yeah, couldn't yeah. have pinned it on yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I, I just played a little Nerf hoops out here in the yeah, uh, in the office. I thought I got a little color in my face. I thought I was looking good. So I just have very thin skin under my eyes, so it always looks like I'm tired. But you sound he's, like a different person. I know. He, he's yeah. not tired. He's 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 trucking along here. Didn't I, Michigan score down fourteen three? That fifty one yarder. Oh yeah. I mean, I I don't know what we're doing there. Uh, the idea. I thought they overturned it pretty fast too. I saw that. Yeah. Play. That, yeah. But his knee is down. He doesn't have the ball. He doesn't have possession. It was wild. I, I hey, preaching the choir here. These these zebras are out of control mm. in the NFL too. I mean, I don't want to bring it up again, but you, you didn't see maybe this play. But there was, I was watching the Dolphins game. It takes five minutes to have a terrible blown call. The Patriots take the ball right off of uh, Jeff Wilson and uh, forward progress, and then the refs say it's not reviewable, and it is reviewable. They amended the rule this year, so. Bill Belichick's not sure. The refs aren't sure. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Not Bel- that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, challengeable, reviewable. And it was a week after Stevenson lost it on the goal line. Yep. on the same same call, same situation. So, anyways, Steve uh, Jim Harbaugh mm. looks like he's gonna leave Michigan uh, and probably head to the NFL. Is there something I didn't see today? No, but Carolina. I- I'm just thinking about last year when he literally interviewed with the Vikings on signing day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy's Teflon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and, and was like, yeah, I just didn't want the job. And yeah. they didn't even offer the job. Right. Uh, so, you know, like if you're Jim Harbaugh, is this the year you leave? Uh, are the, the pro jobs attractive enough to you? Which job do you think is the most attractive? He seems to lean Carolina from what the sources say. Yeah, I, he's always been really, really good at getting the max dollars, whether he's even bidding against himself with other teams or using other guys uh, that are also in the in the possibility of getting the job. But I look at him in a, as a whole, right? What else can he do at Michigan? You know, I, I think you beat Ohio State twice. You end up on top. I get it, the national championship. Your team didn't perform in the semifinal, but – those dollars are are really high, and it sounds like he wants to get back to the NFL and and get some unfinished business there. Now, Carolina, Denver, you know those situations are not the best right now, quarterback wise. But I go back to look can, and what he you did, can pick. You know, overtaking Alex Smith with Kaepernick. You know, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I would think if the time is is. When 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 the when is the time going to be? It's now. It's interesting because I wonder what kind of you know like who he'd signed to be as OC. I guess it would depend on you know where he went. But we were talking about it the other day, like when when Jim was the coach in San Francisco and we were in St. Louis. It was you knew what you were going to get. You know, Greg Roman is a very particular style of offense, mm-hmm. and I just don't know if he would run a totally different scheme or who he'd bring in. I don't know if Greg Roman's going to be. Uh, unemployed in a couple months. Like yeah. I'm not really sure where he goes offensively, and maybe it depends on where he ends up. The only place I think that you have to be particular about, you know, the scheme you run is probably in Denver because it's got to fit the guy that's already there. But Indy, kind of a blank slate there. Um, and the thing I like about Carolina, I've mentioned this a bunch, is that division is, uh, mm. you know, nobody home. 
Um, yeah. You know, and, and even the AFC South, you, you do have Vrabel to contend with. They're always going to be solid. Uh, and now Jacksonville looks like, if you, you go off the last eight games of the season, an elite team in the NFL. So um, interesting decision to make. And then there's, you know, I, I can't get off this hill, but like, if I was a college coach or, uh, you know, a, a Sean Payton sitting up there at the desk with Howie Long, I might spend one more year mm-hmm. and try to catch the Caleb, Caleb uh, Williams train. That's, um, that's, that's, yeah. when I think about the Colts, that's like, they're going to have to do this again, a one year deal for a quarterback. And then I think go all in uh, on the, next year's quarterback class is, is, uh, is better. Uh, well, they can't, they can't play veteran roulette again. No. They just can't do it again. The Derek Carr, no thank you. Like, we can't do this again. You know, you just did it with with uh, with with Wentz, and then you did it with Ryan, and you could actually argue Rivers. that the Matt Ryan situation Rivers. was in Rivers. I mean, like, nah, dude, you really have to start over. Whether it's what we mentioned earlier, like, hey, you you, you settle for a guy that you really like in the middle of the draft, or in the you know top top Number thirty five of the draft pick right now. Yeah, t- top, sorry, rather the top ten, and you know, like, there's going to be a ton of guys there. Will Levis, maybe. Yeah, Mayo Boy or, or Anthony Levis, Richardson. Though. No, I'm not going to take Levis at all. The Mayo thing, he's off the table. But um, <laughs> I, I, so here's another one for you before we get into the national championship. Penn State, winners of the Rose Bowl. Uh, impressive victory for them. What does Penn State have to do to become like a playoff team? I know what they physically have to do, but like that program, is there a ceiling? Uh, on on their success with James Franklin there, like what, what did so. they have to do to take that next step? I don't think so. I, I was out in the uh, pregame on the field for warmups, and I was blown away at the size and speed that team has, Chris. Like you think of a Big Ten team, and you know I'm thinking go up front and look at that. I went to their skill, like I watched their secondary. I mean, they didn't even have Joey Porter Jr. and their secondary, I think, is is the real deal and. When you think about what do they have to do to beat Michigan and Ohio State, they're both in their division, right. you know, right. and they haven't been able to do it, uh, you know, twice in the same year. But I, I think the formula's there. They got high hopes for the Aller kid who's going to take over. I was really happy for Clifford. Uh, I, I, I backed him. I, I always thought they were up against it offensive line-wise, and that, you know, caused him to play the way he did and, and have some turnovers. But I was super-duper happy. Uh, for him, the way he went out, and they just dominate. I mean, Cam Rising does get hurt, but Penn State, you know, tightened up that defense early on, and the offense just kept getting better and better. And those two running backs, I mean, they brought out the old T formation. I know they've done it um, in in games prior, but that T formation down the goal line with both backs in there, there's no balance towards it. Uh, so I, I like what I, I, I saw from Penn State, and I, I think – you know, seeing what happens with Ohio State with guys going pro, that's going to look like a different roster. Michigan is Michigan, but Penn State should be right there next year. Who's Michigan hiring if Jim if Jim skates? Like who do you, who do you like there? Ooh. Hmm. And what do we have to do to get Matt Campbell to leave Iowa State? <laughs> I've been talking about this for three years. I, his resume is getting tough, man. No, but that's that's that by, by low. low. That's oh, okay. a Tony Bennett corollary. Yeah, by low. Tony Bennett, national coach of the year, and then mixed in a little NIT. Okay. Jump ship. Won Natty. a title at Virginia. Natty. Hey, Steve, while you think about the Michigan opening potential, mm-hmm. how were the uh two atmospheres? How did they differ? Peach Bowl and, and Rose Bowl. <laughs> Peach Bowl and Rose Bowl. Uh I mean 
the no one travels like Ohio State, right? I mean, they are masses everywhere you go in the country, and it felt like that's all you saw walking around Atlanta in the days leading up to it. And they let themselves go, you know, like they go up twenty-one-seven. That place was as loud as it was um, all game, and then you. I mean, the problem is, you know, Chris doesn't like the red. A lot of red. Too a lot much of red, red. sort of, of red. the same red, too. Yeah, too much red, dude. See? you. Yeah, I see it in your face. You don't like it either. Uh, I like to club. see the split. Like, Penn State, Utah was perfect. Penn Stand State up. wore their white. Utah wore their red. And Penn State, I heard, uh, ended up giving a couple thousand tickets back. And you saw it. Utah sold out. Mm. And they were ready to go. They really wanted to get back after, you know, blowing a game and rising getting hurt last year. And, unfortunately, the same thing happens. It's... um. It's the Peach Bowl was the real deal. It, 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 it had everything. It did not feel like a neutral site game at all. Whereas I think the Rose Bowl, everybody's taking it in, kind of a slower paced game. I mean, Ohio State, Georgia, it was haymaker after haymaker. The energy was incredible uh, in the building. And I think I was there for the Tua game, and that's it. But that atmosphere, um, knowing was, what was at stake with the underdog and the defending champ playing. It's also crazy to think Georgia played three games there this year. Uh, I, I would lean towards Peach Bowl being a different level than the Rose Bowl was. All right, just from an atmosphere and a trip, a quality of trip standpoint, I'm going to ask you to do something you've never done in this show before, Steve. Oh, boy. Marry, fuck, kill. I want you to marry, fuck, kill the Rose Bowl, the Peach Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl. I know where I'm going to go. Uh, you, you're saying... Ball games, just like if you got to go the trip, the you know your fan experience, the the whole thing. Oh, the oh, you know, is just any year. This is a layup, Steve. I think it's a layup too. Are you guys gonna go? Yeah, I'm fucking the Peach Bowl. I'm marrying the Rose Bowl, and I'm killing the Fiesta Bowl. Oh no, I'm fucking the Fiesta Bowl. I'm marrying the Rose Bowl, and I'm killing the Peach Bowl. Killing the Peach. You've never been to Northside Tavern. No, you haven't. I a. Hey. <laughs> That my middle name is Buckhead, all right? <laughs> I, it, I it's just, just too much at home for it's you. It's too much. Yeah, it's, it's just too, too many U's yeah. down at the Peach Bowl. Yep. It literally is a bunch of U's. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. There's just younger, more aggressive, drunk Just U's. so many buttons on people's shirts. Yes, dude. Collars everywhere. You're right. I just like Atlanta. It's just Crokies. a fun place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm low-key a little fratty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wonder if he's going to say that word. Scottsdale's great, but the game's not in Scottsdale. Yeah, it's yeah. in the big uh, microwave. Yeah, you got to go an hour, dude. Yeah, yeah. I agree you with guys, Macon. Thank you, Steve. You oh. guys ever had oh, a one night stand? <laughs> no comment. Drive to been drive years. to Glendale. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 In and out. Oh, it's a one night stand. Got yeah. it. That's a hell of a long drive of shame. It's narrow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, um while we're here, uh I think I think I was going to I was going to say is a bad week for the Pac-12. We just talked about Utah. Um, you know, we we I don't even know who won the Oregon bowl game. Uh Oregon. Oregon won. Okay, Carolina. we got that going for you. Uh and then uh and then obviously the shocker being Tulane yeah. completing that comeback. Um, talk to me about that game. Why is everybody giggling? 
Because we're trying not to do the Tulane joke. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we, we, we retired re- it. We retired we it. We put it in the rafters. Yeah. You should. Because right above us. Tulane. I mean, it was Tulane. all. I, I thought going into the game, obviously the motivation, right? The magic word of bowl season's motivation. Tulane had it. SC, not great. When you go back and watch SC against Utah, the defense was just horrific. Whether it was not getting lined up right, aggressiveness, tackling, open field tackling, assignments. It was bad. And Tulane stayed on the course uh, and, and and got that win. And that's a credit to them, man. Like you you go down against a team like SC and, and Caleb Williams, knowing what he's capable of, that's a dangerous spot. And they just stayed on. Their quarterback didn't play great. I mean, Pratt, what did he complete? Eight passes? But, uh, but Spears was incredible. I think he's the real deal at running back. And their defense made plays when they had to. You know, a couple turnovers. They converted a couple huge fourth downs. And it's just a team that I just felt like believed in themselves. Why did they get to this point? They believed in themselves. Going 2-10, and ten, I think it was, the year before. But uh, it was a tremendous win uh, for Tulane. Really, really Damn. happy for And did we staff. miss did we miss a Bevel Conway here? That's a beautiful matchup, USC-Tulane. Too bad it was inside, but you yeah, know, Jerry World. It's yeah. a good color balance there. And by the way, coming back to the Fiesta Bowl for a second, that trophy is just asinine. <laughs> that 200 is pounds. That is a fucking this. It's like it's like two and a half million dollars, I think, to make. Is Tostitos still the uh, nah, the sponsor? Nah. Verbo, Verbo, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl giant two hundred and fifty pound trophy. VRBO. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, yeah, fuck that trophy. Hey, Steve, you see that uh, kick returner, the fair catch at the one, mm. bounced out of bounds to, oh. to give Tulane the safety? That was kind of a big play. That was a bad beat. Mm. Oh, you guys, uh, there was a really bad beat last week. Uh, it might have been Mississippi State. It was a lie quest bowl. Oh, all, yeah, yeah, all yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. I gave up Mississippi State on uh, game day, too. I was, I couldn't believe it would happen. Couldn't believe <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. Uh, and it's Scott's pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo. Yeah. Pitchy, pitchy, uh, woo-woo came through. It, it never ends well, depending never. on where you sit. I'll Here's never forget thing. Northwestern Could... Ohio State sitting in a – well, I wasn't legally gambling at a at a book, but I was betting teammates. And uh, <laughs> it was it was Northwestern Ohio State. I forget what year it was. But, oh, God, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's I was playing. It was James Laronitis. Was Ten on, years yeah, ago. Yeah, uh, me and Laronitis uh, watching that game. I was just saying, if you're going to run pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo, I think we talked about this last week, you ha- you obviously practice it, but get your offensive line off the field. Put in your linebackers, safeties, defensive backs. Yes. Make it a priority that every guy that has his possibly could get his hands on the ball could take it the distance. Yeah, you're right. And until I see somebody do that, I will – not I would take. have a package just for that, especially with these enormous college rosters. Hey, pitchy, you know, pitchy have personnel. Whole, yeah, pitchy, pitchy. It'd be a bunch of undersized 1986-looking-ass offensive linemen, and they're guys that can really run. Try it. You Smart. should run it with your hey, hands, team. Did you see that that uh, they were doing like entrance music for people at the, uh, at the, at the uh, Fiesta Bowl? And uh, Harbaugh's music was uh, The Wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that? No. Unless I read, like, some bad information, he entered to uh, The Wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot. Go ahead and put that as our first layup line today. 
There we go. Read. Uh, we don't do a lot of layup lines on this uh, show. A Steve. repeat. Steve. Is it a repeat? Kyle had it from a couple uh, couple weeks ago. Really? Remember he came in and he's like, I've been listening to this song, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> so he sounded yeah. like, dude, yeah. really? He, he did that? Yep. Jim almost like a fan of the pod then. Yeah, he might be a fan of the damn pod. What's up, Jim? Hey, Good Jim. take the Carolina job. Go Who does Reed want for the Broncos? You know, um, Jim Harbaugh was enticing, and then I remembered <laughs> it was hang Jim out with Harbaugh. Um, <laughs> I really like our current DC, Ijero Ivero, but him turning down the uh, the interim was telling. Give me but Dan we'll Quinn. See. Dan Quinn, that could be fun. Give me a retry. That could be really fun. And then the Demico? worst thing, if, if he's no good, you just fucking play out the you know until you can get rid of Russell yeah, Wilson. Years, yeah, yeah, it's just like, all right, well. We made this mistake. We got to sit with it for a while. Okay, national championship. Steve with Tulane's success okay, right. uh, nope. at twelve and two, it, <laughs> mm-hmm. it it seems likely that they will be able to uh, mm-hmm. expand their mm-hmm. their brand, Retire. their mm-hmm. uh, their recruiting footprint, everything. It's going to be a, a big boon for the Greenway. Will they have yeah, to change true. their name? Nope i I wouldn't think Perfectly so. Perfectly good name. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, so the national championship. That's a lot of points, Steve. It is. I, I, I got to take the points. I got it. Really? Steven, it's going to be 37-13 Georgia. That's fine. I'll take the loss. I gave out TCU money line. I, I have to back the You gave out TCU money line. On college game day. Wow. Well, well, McAfee what? almost fell over. What, for the Fiesta Bowl? Or McAfee almost title? fell over when Dan Cam wouldn't go on his goddamn podcast. <laughs> 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 we get turned down all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> You want a you want a fucking master class in getting over getting turned down. <laughs> Come work at the green light pod. Yeah. Have a, take the green light on passing. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. All right, so tell me tell me what the hell is going to happen in this game because that's a lot of points, and, and I know the public's going to be on TCU, and they're going to take the points. We were just talking about this. Yeah, it's I mean. to what, 12 and a half 12 or something? Yeah. yeah. It was 14. I just wonder if Georgia will take the mindset I thought Michigan was going to, and like we talked about, you know, Line up your guys and those three down guys. I mean, they don't really change personnel, but are you going to be stern in your approach if if you do get you know jacked up? And then Michigan got caught in that swoon of trailing double figures, and and that's what happens. I don't think George will be like that. I think the key to the game is one Darnell Washington, the monster tight end for Georgia. He left that game with an injury. I think he's going to play. Now, when you think about the idea of how big he is, Chris, and you could talk to this, you know, those edge guys for TCU, just look at how hard it was for Georgia to get to the quarterback, knowing how big those bookend tackles are. 
And with Washington, it's almost <laughs> like a third tackle on the offensive line. And obviously, TCU is undersized out on the edge. And I think they have to do something to try and create something there. And then I'll, I'll do anything I can to try and get Bowers matched up on 57 Hodges. Uh, that That's where I think the chess match is. I think the personnel Georgia puts on the field is important. You know, uh, 335 people talking to those people, what gives them trouble is is 20 personnel. I've heard that possibly used when you go two backs and then you use Bowers, you know, as that slot guy that can motion and come back and forth. So there's a lot of ways to go about it. I still think Georgia throws more than I would like, but, you know, training in the game, you get a guy to fall down, that's kudos to you for for having that aggressiveness. So yeah. I, I think, that, again, I said it last in, in for the semifinals, the first half for TCU is absolutely monstrous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely monstrous because you saw, you know, they took Michigan's best shot in the second half and they still stood up there. But, you know, if they don't play that well in the first half, I, I don't I don't think they're playing Monday night. So the first half is absolutely enormous. As And Duggan has to throw the ball better. He's got to be more accurate. His deep balls were not even close a lot of times against Michigan. They need to hit those. And I think Ohio State kind of gave you a recipe uh, with what Georgia wants to do coverage-wise and throwing that ball over the middle of the field. Not a lot of teams like to do it. We'll see what TCU does. I don't enjoy watching games at SoFi. Hmm. If it's the lighting or the backdrop, whatever it is. Maybe the field will be better. Yeah, maybe. There'll be no colors. blue and yellow. That's what, I think that'll help. Yeah, that will help. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's college football. Oh, Bobby Petrino got a job. Yeah. A&M. What do we think? I mean... Everybody's going to talk about stuff off the field. I still think the world of them is play off the road. Yeah, good one, good catch. Uh, But I mean, his results on the field when he's had even 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 below talent, he he is a handful. He He could have used four lane, Steve. (laughs) Bring it out of the rafters. Lower that bad boy. Hold on a second. I thought 2023 I'd be able to avoid it, but it has Okay, go ahead. Anyways, I'm sorry. Start your serious No, I mean, everybody said Jimbo needed to, you know, hire a play caller. His offense has been, you know, a little stale there. So you bring in a guy that's got as much experience as anybody in Petrino. uh, You got to be excited if you're an A&M fan. Yeah, no question. No question. Yeah. If you're one of the – Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino. But the, do they call them the 12s down there like they do in Seattle? Eh, 12th man. Yeah, 12th yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, effectively make them the 12s. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if they use that particular That's what, I'm That's what I was asking. Yeah. yeah. NIL out the wazoo. Yeah. So I want to talk pro football. Uh, obviously, the number one thing on everybody's mind this week has been DeMar Hamlin. And that, I mean, a lot of times I think there's hyperbole when it's like we're all thinking about this thing, but – I've not been able to get it off my mind. Like Monday night, I remember Matt dropped me off at home, and I was like, "Dude, like I'm gonna go to bed tonight. Like, is that fucked up? Like, I, I I'm really worried about this guy." But life life goes on, right? Like it's 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 crazy. Um, but it, I have not been able to get away from it. And like the first night, I was waking up, checking my phone. You know, Feels the first like thing I'm doing, was, Chris. yeah, in it the morning, really just yeah, looking at at the updates. I'm scrolling constantly, and just the updates this week have been. They've seemed positive. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, that was – it was tough to watch. You know, we didn't see it in real time. 
I think football players are kind of desensitized to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when when you hear CPR and you know somebody's being resuscitated and um, just the severity of the of the injury, I've never seen anything like it. The players in the field had obviously never seen anything like it. Um, it's been a tough long week, and the updates being positive. I, I got to be honest, I'm shocked. Mm. I thought he was going to die, dude. Like Monday night, I thought I was going to wake up and I was going to hear that that the kid passed. And I and you know, I'm just so thankful that we've heard some positive stuff through the week. Um, you know, whether it's hey he's breathing on less oxygen or mm. um, you know many of the updates we've heard have been better than I thought they would be. And Steve, I kind of wonder what you were thinking. You know, as this all transpired Monday, I know you didn't see it live. Yeah. Um, but it, we haven't all been together to talk about it. No, and, and you know, we're, me, you and I are texting late that night, and I could, you know, get the sense from you. And th- the same thing, nobody wants that to happen. And you factor in, first of all, the, the, the bigness of the game. I mean, everybody was waiting for this game because of, you know, finally we got a Monday night game that had two teams and two teams that could win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, I'm at the Rose Bowl. I get in a car. I'm getting driven to get my car so I could drive to the studio to be on Scott's show after Monday night football. And, you know, somebody says, you know, the game's delayed. And I'm like, what? Why? Weather? Like, what's going on? And they're like, no, there's an injury. And then everybody's, you know, gets on their phone and it's like, what? And I'll be honest, I, I've never seen anything like that. And when I'm seeing the Bills players see it for the first time, like yeah. that, that's what got me. I was like, holy Seeing Lord. their reaction. Yes. Seeing those, I mean, seeing Stephon Diggs the way, I mean, happiest go lucky guy in the league, seeing him like that. And then you factor that today, hearing Zach Taylor talk about Coach McDermott and when he said, you know, I, I feel like I shouldn't be coaching here. I, I got. I want to be at the hospital with, with my player. That's, that's some, like it just goes. Everything goes back to everybody not ever seeing it. You know, and yeah. it everybody rushes to that. You know, the negative side of things. And I've, you know, nothing like that ever. You've had injuries. I've had injuries. There's a trust level you have that your doctors will figure it out. And I think. The idea of seeing nine minutes on the field and the players watching this—that's that's that that is is what's traumatic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, as unfortunate as it is, um, I give so much credit to the people that are involved in trying to help him. Yeah, and everything else you can always, you know, you think you take for granted, but man, like that's. That's the worst of the worst, and uh, I, I can't, I can't imagine. Obviously, thoughts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like kind of, and make you feel free. But like I, I'm gonna be kind of, you know, abstract here. There's been such an outpouring of support and love for this kid, and deservedly so. Like the more I've learned about him, you're just like, oh, what an awesome guy, mm. you know. And I just hope he wakes up to to see it all. You know, I, yeah. Usually, you don't get to hear about yeah. all the nice stuff people Pretty say cool. about you. Um, and there's so many great people in football, and it's just a shame that it takes something like this to celebrate the quality of of person mm-hmm. 
and people that we have playing this game because there's a lot of DeMar Hamlins out there. And, you know, just as a side note, I just think like, hey, with all the the humanity that's come out of this, and I'm not including the people that politicized it, you know, the the, the anti-vax people or or some of the bad tweets that I'm just going to ignore because it's really... You know, like I, I know that it's easy to get angry and like have nowhere to put the anger, and it's you know like we we got to aim it at Skip Bayless or Bart Scott, like people that say stupid things in the wake of stuff like this. I'm not focused on that. No, I'm focused on just all the positivity that's come out of it, and you know whether it's his toy drive, um, whether it's all the sharing of the positive work he's done in communities, like sharing his old interviews that were, you know, kind of prophetic. He, he, one of them was like, hey, you never know. And, the, you know, like I say, I love you to everybody because you never know yeah. when's the last time you're going to line up next to somebody. Or So I just, I was overwhelmed with this feeling of, and I didn't get emotional like the first night because I think it's more just concern and like I can't get my eyes off it and hope. Um, but when I heard that he might be turning the corner, I got a little emotional about it because I was like, he might wake up and hear about all this. Yeah. You know, and I just I just hope that we can, because we've, we've exhibited the ability to to love up on each other, do this better, mm-hmm. you know, with, without without you having to get resuscitated on a football field. Like, and, and, you know, it's easy to say, hey, you shouldn't criticize athletes anymore. I don't believe that wholeheartedly. I think, you know, we're, people are still going to rag on us and yell at us when we make bad plays and that sort of thing. But there should be a line because football players especially are out there and they're risking their lives and their livelihoods. And, uh, yes, this is a freak thing, Steve. You yeah. know, I saw, like, Time Magazine came out with an article and they were like, I knew this was coming. They were like, uh, should we not play football anymore? I'm like, well, you sat through all the stuff to this point, and now there's a freak accident. Quite literally, you need things to – the imperfect storm needs to happen, you know, yeah. to the umpteenth degree. I'm not going to entertain that we shouldn't play football stuff anymore. Like, please, if, you were, if you're okay with the CTE, with the head trauma, with the guys getting carted off every weekend. I watched Josh Sweat get carted off this weekend. Nick Foles looked like he was having a fucking seizure on the field. He was hurt so bad. If you can stomach all that, but not this, like you're not thinking through it. So on one on one hand, I am encouraged that people, you know, not to give fans a cookie for doing the basic shit, but we're human beings about this thing. And on the other hand, you know, when it comes to football and the future of the game, I don't think this affects the future of the game. I just hope this kid comes out of it and can wake up. Fuck his like I'm not worried about the career. I'm sure he would be when he wakes up, but just me as a bystander, I just want him to wake up and see all this love and, and outpouring of support. No doubt. And fingers crossed that, that happens. That would mean that a, a, essentially a life was saved on the field, yeah. which is miraculous. Yeah. I mean, professionals knowing exactly what to do, when to do it. Um, it's, but yeah, let's hope this has a really really happy ending and david chow who's a pro football doctor like he's i've gone on his show before uh i know him decent decently well he made the point he's like there's no better place for this particular thing to happen than a pro football field like on one hand i'm kind of like well it's one of the only places this could happen but it's not i mean like this happens and evidently if it is what people think it happens in car accidents it's happened i mean it happened to chris pronger Who's a guy I know in St. Louis. Obviously, he didn't have to get. Uh, it didn't seem like his was as serious. Um, 
you know, it's happened in, in, in baseball, it's happened in lacrosse, but, but being on a pro football field, having the defibrillator there, like having all the staff, the whole thing, I mean, like, just, yeah, like what you said, it's just, it's a miracle. Yeah. Um, so I'm very hopeful, man. Um, and the NFL, obviously, not even secondary to this, like way down the line, like has to continue business as usual. Yeah. I mean, like the playoffs are going to go on and, and week 18 is going to go on. And, um, you know, the Bills are fucking practicing right now, dude. The compartmentalization of pro football players is incredible. Yep. You know, I've said this before and I, I'm, I tweeted it and people were like, well, that's a sick thing to brag about. I'm, I'm not bragging about it it just is what it is these guys are remarkable i mean they watch this shit all the time not to this degree of severity but i've watched many of my friends be carted off the field you know i've had to visit friends at the hospital um the way these guys just go about their business is crazy so you know just taking a moment to acknowledge that and uh and the scheduling aspect of it is crazy because you don't know what what's going to happen with this game not that it matters, uh, but it does matter possibly to the Bills. Um, you know, like a lot of it hinges on what happens Saturday night, I think. If you're the Thanks NFL, what are you doing seat. right now? I would I would play week 18 as scheduled and declare it a no contest and go on winning percentages. And hope that Kansas City locks up the one seed so that it's as it were, right? Yeah. And that yeah. do I understand that correctly? If Kansas City wins Saturday night, there's seat. really not, not a lot to play for here, right? Here, that's right. Not if the Bills were to win two games, but if they don't have two games, then Kansas City would lock it up with that one. Now, if Kansas City had won and the Bills had won two games, was Cause, that, yeah, because the Bills have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. Over the Chiefs, the right? Yeah. So the so it's a tough situation because on one hand, you're like the Bills might eventually want that game played because they might want home field advantage. They probably want to go win a Super Bowl for this cat, and the easiest way to do that is hey, the road runs through Buffalo. But for the league, it, it you know you're kind of you're in a tough spot, and I, mm-hmm. I think uh, it's easy to pile on the league here because they're always the enemy. Yep. But I, it's really hard for me to put myself in Roger's shoes and and in in Troy Vincent's shoes and all those guys. And one thing that I I liked that they said was that we're going to take care of this kid, even though he's not vested. Like if he can't play football anymore, we're going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's a significant piece of the puzzle too. And they made the right call Monday night, even if people think it took them too long, or they were, I mean, they were trying, they were probably trying to wait for an update that hey, he's he's going to be okay. Yeah. Also, the people in New York don't know exactly what's going on in the field. It's all happening in real time. Again, like this is me just choosing not to. I understand why people are upset with a Skip Bayless or Bart Scott, and like Skip, I'm going to be honest. His tweet, if a good person tweeted it, I'd give them the benefit of the doubt because of you know, the way it was, it was poorly structured and all that stuff. A lot of it depends, and I've said this before, like pay attention. What you say, it's often the ordering of what you say and the emphasis of you know, where you put the emphasis and that sort of thing. And his was a poorly worded tweet at best, but I think Skip's made a career of being a fucking asshole. And, that, and I think the chickens are coming home to roost. Um, and for Bart Scott, I think you just need to be more careful, man. Like, you know, to, uh, to blame T Higgins in any way is like, I don't want any part of that conversation yep. because T Higgins has got to deal with this, you know, in his, in his mind. And I don't know where he is on this thing. And I, I feel terrible for him. So there's a lot that goes into this, but what I'm saying is that the NFL 
you know, getting mad at the NFL here just feels like you're taking the fear that we're all feeling and discomfort that we're all feeling, rightfully so, and turning it into anger because that's easy to do. I'm not going to blame the NFL for anything that happened here. I think that the, the medical staff, as you said, should be lauded, and the NFL has a tough job to do in deciding what happens now. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just uh, just praying for DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the people at ESPN did a really nice job the other night. Yeah. I thought Scott did a great job. I think Ryan did a great job. I thought, you know, the guys on set like Booger and Schefter, Schefter and, Susie. and Susie were awesome because that was such a tough task. It's And Joe and Troy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Coley Harvey going to the hospital, having all that stuff. Guys, it's it's pretty crazy when you're, you know, planning a show and the biggest part of your show is the game you're following. We, you know, it happens to us every Monday. But Like I said, I'm driving to the studio here in Los Angeles, and I get a text saying they're telling us to go to the studio now. Like, we're we're taking over this after the game was postponed. And it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. I think Scott was on for an hour straight, no breaks. And, uh, you know, Ryan, thankfully, is, is in studio every Monday with us. And Joe and Troy, you know, Doing what they do, everybody, Lisa Salters was incredible. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody pitched in. Everybody understands it's it's the, you know, no one wants to be in that situation, but there is a purpose there to deliver from the fan. The problem is if you don't have any updates, it kind of gets into a, you know, there's Big Ben again feeling where, hey, I already watched this. We need more info. At some point, you're not going to get info, man. You know, you're yeah. not going to get it. But And that's where you start, you know, all right, who else is going to come on? What do you have? And it's you're really, really handcuffed because, again, going back to what we talked about with the Bills players and seeing their reaction, no one's ever seen this before. Yeah, and, and there's no blueprint. There's no run no, of show. Exactly. There's no, like, there's no hey, now we're going to go to this. I'm pretty sure, like, Booger – um and and then we're like uh all right, we just got to talk now yeah. which is just i mean uh tough but tip of the cap to them once more the best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season i'm not talking about september i'm not talking about the first week in october i'm not even talking about the second week in october i'm talking about when it gets colder the temperature drops the games get bigger the hits get harder and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there, and the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original, and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and i got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. 
Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Cash App. The easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people. And that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River. We pick up some drinks. We pick up some snacks along the way. Somebody pays with their custom Cash App card. And we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You want to remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. Week 18, because the games are going to go on as, as scheduled. Yeah, and, and um, in our little contest here, Steve has a healthy lead. Despite How going, healthy? Well, despite going one and two, uh, his competition <laughs> went a combined 0 and 6 last Whoa! week. Really? Yeah. I had one. Not, not according to the doc. You might have, but not according Did, to the Oh, the, the doc. Patriots didn't cover. Oh, Plus I changed it to the Texans. Mm -hmm. Fuck me running. Talk about a bad beat. Can that go on the show tonight? Mm. Well, the, he changed the, his mind. Yeah, that was tough. That's Might want to run get. that tape back. Do you like running the tape back? Yeah. I'll take a little tape getting run back. Um, Steve's up three, but we're gonna we're gonna roll on through the playoffs, right? We yeah. Have, we have oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you might yeah. just continue he, it into twenty three, also. <laughs> but we could season. also we could also tie him and have a yeah a big runoff. Why don't yeah. we just make Warnock, your guys your Walker guys win the worst two points and minor one? Put Steve in the Waffle House for <laughs> yeah. Hours. Put Steve uh, Steve in the Waffle House. He do well in the Waffle House. I come for um, a visit. Well, let's just let's let well let's give our our locks and then we can talk Got about it. the game because I don't want to give anything away. Can we rebrand the segment can, because they're not locks? Well, can't see the board. Right. <laughs> this weekend, it's like fucking walking at night without a flashlight. I can't see any. I can't see it. Um. Okay. So. Oh, I just saw something. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so the first thing I want to talk about is Ron Rivera. Before we give these locks, um, what'd you make of him not knowing the situation? What do you make of the quarterback thing? I thought it was such a curious decision. I kind of wondered if they were tanking in playoff contention. It's a it's a heavy accusation, but uh, these things happen in the NFL. You know, um, yeah. it's just too hard to to nail the pick though. It, no, it's too hard to nail the pick, but there is a big swing for them. I I was looking at it. They're fourteen right now. They're fourteen right now, but but you know they're bunched in there with like eight teams at seven wins and six teams with six wins. Yep. You know, the, a couple weeks ago, maybe you're looking at it and you're saying like, I don't know that we can beat anybody in the playoffs. Like, let's be real. The Vikes, the Vikes are sitting there. The Vikings are sitting there. Yeah, sure. 
We'll let Steve talk, but I think it's a staffer in the building saying, yeah, we're good. We just need to win week 18, even if we don't win this week. And that, that's, that was not right. And so Ron Rivera got the bus backed up over him yeah. because somebody that was supposed to tell him the truth yeah. didn't tell him the right stuff. I'm moving ahead, and I'm looking at how fired up I am for Sam Howell to play quarterback. God damn. <laughs> he just doesn't want to talk bad about Ron. And I don't want to talk bad about Ron. I love me some Ron Rivera. Yeah. Put it on the unnamed staffer like I just did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ron can't be on ESPN.com looking at all the scenarios. So from a quarterback standpoint, since Steve is saying uh, I'm, I'm going to sit my starters on this take, uh, we'll t- Carson Wentz, uh, he's got an injury clause. They don't want to play him at risk because they are eliminated now. Ron realized um, that, that f- there's a $4 million injury clause. Yep. Uh, Reed said the number that he's still owed on his contract. 53? That can't be all real. I know it's on paper, but there's no way he's going he's gonna to see all that money. Is he now? Well, I mean, like when after that last performance? No, but, no. I'm saying like when when is he uh, when is he off the tab? Because that is unbelievable, man, unbelievable. And playing him was an unbelievable decision. That's one he's got to own too. Potential they, out 2023. Yeah, so potential out after this season. Okay, thank God. Also, Field sitting out. Uh, he's got an injury. Peterman's starting there. Uh, David Blau is starting uh, Arizona. in Arizona. And those motherfuckers, they almost beat the Falcons and took care of them for me. But instead, damn Arthur Smith. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll be what? Playing Gabbert? Kyle Trask? Playing Gabbert? Um, that was awkward. We just touched feet. That was so awkward. We just touched feet. Yeah, that was awkward. They said Gabbert was number two. Gabbert. So let's do it. Should we do it? Yeah. Lead us off here. No, I don't know. I Big think boy. you might have to lead well, us we're, off. We're, we're tied now, but you haven't you haven't left last place respectfully. So I don't. Well, think respectfully, I, would. I think tie break goes to the person who won the Waffle House. So you can pick first. Okay, Steve. I mean, we still haven't talked about that. No, I know. I missed the whole thing. You picked so the base. You yeah, I had the, to pick the score correctly to even to to win. It was the last Thursday. It was, uh, it's last week. I don't want to go backwards. And that was the agreement the whole year. Mm-hmm. It's been the agreement for a couple of years. I stopped trying for starters, and I don't know that the count was correct. But, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> okay. I'm proud of my friend. <laughs> okay, thank you. You did a great job. We're going to have so much fun at the Waffle yeah, House. Yeah, 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 yeah. On opposite sides of the restaurant. <laughs> no, no, no. We have to sit together. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to get back to us, you know? Get back to us. Yeah. We can do the footsie thing. <laughs> it's we like getting just... back to basics, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were just doing How many pancakes does Macon have to eat? It's waffles. Oh, it's uh, he's could be one, zero. One an hour. Zero to twenty-four. He he gets one hour off every every waffle he eats. So where are you putting oh. his waffle count over under? They're big waffles. He he will surprise you knowing how many how much he does not want to spend twenty-four hours, to, especially with me. He just wants yes. to get out of there. All right. All can right. you eat? So, can you eat five? I think you give five. You should hope. Yeah. I should hope. I mean, that puts me in there 19 hours. Yeah, and I'm going to be family. going for 10. I'm going for 10. Oh, God. Okay. I, when are we doing it? I don't know. we got to figure that out. I've been waiting on a date. No offense, Reed. I've been... We could push it off a little while, I think. I, well, we could. Yeah. Depending on, depending on your Super Bowl availability, that could be a fun event. 
in uh, Arizona. Uh, I'm not going to want to get it. Here's the problem, because Reed pitched the other day. We should go to do that in Arizona. I'm like, I'm not going to be at the Super Bowl that long. You're going to lose all this time. What, Waffle Houses? There are. There are? Reed's already checked. There's Waffle Houses. four within 30 minutes of the the State Farm Stadium. They got one in Gilbert. They got one in fucking Mesa. You can't use one of your Super Bowl days for that. Yeah, you can't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You can't use a whole Super Bowl day, and then plus, but it would be like, sick to be like, "Hey, everybody, we're hanging out the hanging yeah. out the Waffle House." Yeah, so many then... people are gonna come through. Reed, yeah. Reed's like, people will come through. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Especially What's the start if it's time? Like... I'm going to request that it's about uh, eight a.m. Eight a.m. Yeah, I'll do eight a.m. with and, you. Yeah, Friday, Waynesboro. Friday. No, this not Friday. Friday. Yeah, your mind. We need a little more time. Let's. Yeah. Let, but here's the deal. I forget what I was going to say because we were thinking about the 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 Arizona thing. I also don't want to be bloated, like hanging out at parties. You know, you go out to parties. Can't you can't do wanna, Super Bowl thing. Yeah, you can't do Super Bowl thing. Yeah, yeah. we probably you, shut you, that you, down. You'd have to go because there's zero. There's bathroom. less than fifty percent chance. Maybe I could drive down and make an appearance. That that would be that oh, would make Steve, it better. That would make our day. By the way, why don't you just come visit us? That's yeah. what I was thinking. Okay, just and no, but I mean, I don't want to get sick though. Macon's always sick. I'm always sick. (laughs) Hey, Carolina will be here next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see the Tar Heels, Duke adjacent, root for Virginia for once. All right, so what's up uh, with your pick? Okay, player, um, I am going to take. I uh, I'm going to take. You know, this weekend it's while you're thinking about it. I'm gonna go Indianapolis minus two and a half. Really? Yeah. Because Houston wants to lose. And I just gave you that. Indian, how how'd you just give me that? Because I said you can go oh, first. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Colts but, uh, minus two and a half. Hey, uh the layup line song this week is uh is motivated by uh three six mafia. Because that's what this like you said in bowl games, this is what week eighteen's all about. It's about yeah. being motivated. It's just who's motivated. Every time I put the shit, I'm motivated. Not only do we vote the shit, we demonstrate. Jeff Saturday's gonna try. Fucking Steve Wilkes yeah. and uh and 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 Sam Darnold. Three and a half we're catching down in New Orleans. Those guys are ready to go home. Dennis Allen's ready. Dennis Allen's like, Sean, come back. You know? Uh I think you're right about this one. Yeah, I like Carolina, and I'll tell you if I'm gonna buy the half point when we finish. Okay. That, uh, that number, yeah, three and a half. The Sam Darnold and Wilkes, they're fighting for the jobs. Sam Darnold might have made himself some money. I hate saying this because then I get lumped in with the people that give these first-round quarterbacks like 10 years. Mm. But he has looked good the last month. What's the catch? Sam Darnold Sam Donald to the Colts next year. One-year rental. That might yeah. be it. He's a younger version of the other guys. There you go. Steve, you're up. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders, plus nine and a half. Uh, yeah. I really liked what I saw from Stidham. I, no one's done that to the Niners' defense. Uh, showed a lot of moxie at quarterback, and uh, mm-hmm. I, li- I like getting that at home. Give me, give me the Raiders at home. He does have moxie. Yeah. That's where we get our hair cut. You know, that's a racist term. I, I never say a black guy has moxie. It's always a white guy that has moxie. Is that true? It's kind of like being high motor? Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> no one has ever said, <laughs> you know, no one's ever been like, Lamar Jackson's got moxie. What was Mel's breakdown of you? Moxie, high, <laughs> high motor, motor, 
Yeah. The, you know, Great they couldn't say good grades, but, you know. Yeah. Gritty. Bloodline, bloodlines. Blood. <laughs> bloodlines. I love saying that word. It's awesome. That's why all the Hall of Famers got kids in the league. But go ahead. What did oh, uh, it, yeah? Did, did Steve pick yet? Yeah, it's yeah, me. Steve pick. Mm-hmm. The thing about this is I don't know who to pick, which makes it a very difficult exercise. Do you want to move back in the in the and I can pick? Yeah, I'd love to. Sure, I'll take the Washington Commanders. Okay, catching seven and a half. Sam Howell. Uh, the Cowboys looking at the fucking scoreboard the whole game. You know. Yep. Yeah, give me the, give me the commies. That's a lot of points. Okay. Um, I will go. I'm seeing the board. I'm starting to see the board. Okay, well, let, let me know after this exercise. Yes. Yeah. You know, I got to put in the picks for the pool. Um, so here's the deal with Denver. And I don't know if I'm picking Denver. They're favored by two over L.A. because if Cincy beats Baltimore in the one o'clocks, L.A. is locked into the five. And Brandon Staley has said they'll adjust after that game. Mm-hmm. So they could sit everybody. Right. And that's why Denver has moved to a favorite at home against the Chargers. That um, Don't be so sure about Cincy beating Baltimore. I hear you loud and clear on yeah. that. Mm. Which is why we're going to pivot. Okay, Chris? Okay. We are going Don't to pivot. Don't travel, just pivot. Yeah. And we are Tra- going to Don't call to it traveling go. anymore. <laughs> How'd Skylar Thompson do? Is that his name? How did he do throwing yeah. the ball earlier this year? Yeah. <laughs> he was aight. I think the Jets are going to. Salah's mad. I'm going to choose to be burned by the L.A. Rams once more, plus six and a half at Seattle. It burnt bad last week. Oh, it burnt real bad. Um, I would love for them to win that game. I pray they win that game. I pray they win that game so we can get Sunday night. I mean, we're going to get an intense game anyways because Dan Campbell's going to go fugu. Right. Fugu, no handler on the on the Packers. And my hope is that McVay will... To a degree, go fugu with his guys. Yeah, so yeah, they they want to fuck up yeah. Seattle's year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Baker fugu is a puffer fish, Steve. It's one of the most toxic meals. It's like poison. The, Steve. It's poison, but it's got to be prepared right. Ooh. Um. Okay. Who's up? Steve. Steve. Stanford. Steve. I'm taking the Giants plus fourteen. Hmm. Tarod. That's a good pick. Are they surely starting uh, Tarod? I guess not. Um, I mean, they're not idiots. You're going to extend Daniel Jones. You might want to avoid him getting hurt week 18. No kidding. Um, okay, so then I'll take – oh, you're up. You up? Yeah, you're first. We've just been switching up. We're switching back and forth. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm playing the game, all right? I've said this before. I'm not seeing the board, uh-huh. so I'm going to have to go against Steve. Fade yourself or I have fade to go against Steve? Steve. Okay. Uh, Chiefs minus nine and a half against the Raiders. Now, don't say you like it because last week you said you liked it when I, I like went Jets it. against Seahawks, I like it. and I yeah. Steve got me. Uh huh. You made up. Yeah, made up. I, I, that's made my up. only. Now, here's what I'm. Th- here's, what I'm th- here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking about right now. Here's what I am thinking play about. The game too. I don't want to play the game. I just want to. I just want to pick pick teams I like. Um. <laughs> You know, you know, I, I do like the the Steelers in this spot. I know that you know, Cleveland wants to play spoiler and all that. Oh and, shit, it's right there. And maybe Steelers, they, yeah, Steelers. You want to buy your half point on that down of to two and a half? Does, yeah. Uh, 
No, Fuck. no, it's two and a half. No, it's three. It's three dollars. Oh, it's three. Yeah, but you can yeah. get it to two and a half. No, let me get it to three and a half or two and a half. Let me get it two and a half. Let me get it two and a half. That's the best pick that's been made. Well, you know, I just feel like for some other team, you know, it might be scoreboard watch. We might be doing the Mike Tomlin is uh, is is the dude, man, and he's going to have these guys locked in. And I just don't think Cleveland's very good. I'm not waiting for Cleveland to to play better or you know anything like that. They got nothing on the line. Deshaun Watson's a sh- shell of his former self. He's like a anyway. Made the right pick. Yeah, thank you. Good I was pick. thinking about Detroit. I was thinking about Green Bay. Yeah, well, Green Bay is probably the right pick, but my heart's in it too much. Steve, you're what's up. the quarterback matchup in Texans Colts? Uh, Ellinger. Ellinger, if you like, sure. and uh, and Ellinger, and Ellinger's, I, I actually don't hate him. And that's how I talk about backup <laughs> quarterbacks. And he's and he's played. <laughs> that's a little as good as year. saying I like him. And he's played a little bit. Uh, I don't know, maybe Bryce Young for the Texans. Okay. Last week they played Davis Mills. He threw it forty times. They lost thirty-one to three. Incredible to throw the ball that much and score three points. Yep. I'll take the I mean, Packers. I mean, the Texans, you, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Life is like a, the Texans are like a box of chocolates. You just don't know. Steve, I'm going to add your half points to the Giants. You get them at 14 and a half. But seriously, the guys beat the fucking Cowboys, damn near beat the Cowboys. Then they, I mean, they they, they just, uh, Lovey's, Lovey's on the hot seat already. I made terrible picks. My half point doesn't matter because I picked all hooks. So matter. to go back, so go back through it. Give me the Rams at seven, just for for the bucks. fuck of it. Yeah, just for ha-has. Yep. So I got the Panthers plus three and a half, the Commies plus seven and a half, and I get the Steelers two and a half uh, as favorites. Macon has the Colts uh, minus two and a half. Rams catching seven, and the Chiefs uh, laying nine and a half. But to be clear. I'm playing the game. He's playing the game. Whatever you want. I mean, I don't think people pay that much attention to this. Uh, so What's the winner the, get? Hold on. That the tux- hold on a minute, player. <laughs> at the tuxedo party where I got the flu, yeah. and also this double, this 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 trailing flu. Yeah. Uh, a cat rolled up and said, "Love the show. Love the Stanford Steve. Good. Love all the picks. Listen to your picks. You've made me some money." Good. And then, and then I was like, oh, I really appreciate that. He goes, well, not you so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Swear to God. Who's that guy? I don't know. But burned me real bad and then kept it moving. That guy's great. Yeah. We should have him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. Now, meanwhile, I was rolling at that point. Yeah. I think I was leading the Well, league he here. saw this dip coming. No, yeah. that was like a week ago, dude. Um, all right. So Maybe we should get a trophy for this. Yeah, we probably should. Trophy like, be good. I trophy be good. Yeah. Or a punishment, but next year, like for the third place guy, that's fun. Oh, it's it's because the one on one thing sucks. Fucking so, you know, riot. It's like, yeah, it's fucking riot. You've barely been punished. Okay, Steve got the Raiders giving nine and or catching nine and a half. You get yep. the Giants catching fourteen and a half. You get the Packers laying four and a half. I think that Packers game is going to be really interesting, man. I mean, face value, yeah, there's a lot on the line, but I think it's going to be really interesting to see how far the Packers have come and to see how far Detroit's come because this is the type of game that you expect Detroit to lose. Uh, You know, from a climate standpoint, from a Jared Goff, the evolution of a young team standpoint, like if they can man up and win this game, uh, man, 
whatever happens in the 1 p.m., I think you can go in the offseason feeling pretty damn good about this team. Hey, I'll take my 1v1 matchup as uh, Jacksonville versus Tennessee, the one we all stayed away from. Where do you guys lean? Jacksonville laying six against Joshua Dobbs. And Josh Dobbs played pretty well the other night. Yeah? yeah from what I saw in my score app. <laughs> you, yeah. Until the fourth quarter when I threw it on Prime to watch to watch uh to watch the Cowboys hit it on the nose. I um I would probably lean I would probably lean Jacksonville, man. I just I just feel like they're they're cooking right now. They are. And Doug's done a great job. Like look at the mentality of that team last week. Got really nothing to play for. You're playing the Texans. That could have been a real that's what I anticipated it being a real slugfest. Like it just a and and they go out and they handle business. I feel like this team's in a groove right now. Can we get Chargers at Jags first round? Yeah, that's oh, looking yeah. likely, yes. isn't yeah. it? Yep, that's a good game. What's yep. what's mo- looking most likely right now? Let's close the show out with that and just talk about the phantom matchup. Dallas at Tampa. Correct. I love that, and I would probably, let's make the lines. Okay, I, we've already done this, I think, but Dallas by four. Yep, in Tampa, I'd probably bet Tampa three and a half to four and a half. And yeah, no, nah, didn't we talk about just reminding ourselves at a later date not to bet Tampa in the playoffs? No, I mean, are we going to be doked by the by the by the downfield throwing? This see, last I week? wasn't planning on there being some explosion of positivity at the end of the season for huh. Tampa. I, they still suck, kind of. I mean, but it's Dallas. I don't trust I'll have Dallas. Tampa, no doubt. Yeah. Right. No doubt. That defense, man, the intensity they would play with in the playoffs and just the the danger of like, man, you could lose to the Bucks. <laughs> you could lose to the Bucks. All that everything that you've done all year, all this hype, all this noise, all Sean this Sean Payton to Arlington, Texas in, <laughs> in, in, in ten days. <laughs> Kenny Fowles. Yeah. All right, and then and then what else we we New York Giants at Minnesota most likely. I like the Giants there. The Giants should have won that ball game a couple weeks ago. Mm. And and I like that they didn't though. Yeah, right? It's good. Even better. You know the rule. Yeah. And uh the Niners would would host the Packer, seven, which is Packers most likely. Probably Green Bay. And Packers come back down to earth a little yeah. bit. Or Brock Purdy looks human because it's the that, playoffs. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. He's gonna yeah. hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the perfect. Yeah, well, anyways, that okay. And then the AFC, we're looking at Chargers Jags, which would be a great game. The line there, what would the line be in uh, in San Francisco? In San Francisco, Niners hosting the Packers, five and a half, six, six. You think higher? I do think higher. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be six and a half. At okay. Least. Uh, ooh, I Brock Purdy, Aaron Rodgers. Probably bet. I'd probably bet the Packers there. Five, five yeah. and a half. Yeah, I probably if you get me up near a touchdown, and then uh, and then we've got we've got the Pats Bills, unless and this is one thing I was gonna I was gonna talk to you about here. If you're the Bills this weekend, and you're playing the Pats, if you lose that game, do you slide to three? Almost yes. certainly, yes. Okay, so that means you you'd have to go to Cincy again if you play them, which you don't want to do, but. You kind of wonder if the Bills are like, yeah, let the um, let the Pats in the playoffs. Like if, if it came down to it, not that you'd want to see Tua, uh, not that you'd necessarily see Tua because of the concussion thing, but Miami's a tough matchup for them. Um, in another dimension, they might consider that, but with two and three on the line. 
Pat's Bills, that's like a touchdown at least. Oh, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. eight and a half, nine points, yeah. something like that. Well, seven and a half this week. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah. So you, you've got Bengals, Ravens. Bengals would host the Ravens. Uh, that's a big question mark for me with Lamar and the whole thing. The Ravens are Ravens. Are we going to see Lamar or not? That's yeah. That's but healthy deal. Lamar, where where you where, what are you handicapping that at? Bengals minus five. I was going to say five and a half. I was going to say four. Four and a half. Okay, and then uh, the, and, the, and that's all of them. That's and it. then and then what you could get is um, you could get the Eagles. The Eagles playing. If the Eagles were the one seed, I'm going to guess the the lowest seeded winner would be the Giants. And you'd see the Giants, and well, you'd, you'd see DJ, you'd, you'd yeah, and, and you'd, Saquon, and you'd hope like hell you don't see the Packers and Isaiah Hodges, right? So you'd be rooting for the Niners, even though you, if you're the Eagles, would you kind of want the 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 Niners to lose, and you take Aaron Rodgers in that first round, so you don't see the Niners in the NFC Championship because the Niners in the NFC Championship would be a fucking bear to deal with for the Eagles. I'm just gonna say that right now. Um, and on the other side, you'd get the uh, the Chiefs waiting on probably the Chargers or the Jags, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, and both of those matchups are tough matchups for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's going to be spicy, guys. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I can't wait. Um, all right. Well, Steve, thanks for your time. Macon, thanks for your time. You're welcome. I know you to get home to your family, as yeah. do I. Are you are you coming back to? Uh, DC next week. Oh, next dude, week. I might be in DC this Saturday. My wife doesn't know that yet, but I might be in DC Saturday night. He's not coming back for a week. He's going to oh, be not out coming. there God for, the, damn it, Steve. for the national title game. Sorry, bud. All right. Well, you're not. Um, you could be in studio right. with Scott after Chiefs Raiders. No, I'm going to be uh, at a concert. Nine thirty club. I don't know which. <laughs> I don't know which club. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah. Take care. Love you, Steve. Love you guys, making. Yes. I hope you get better. Thank you. You're the first one to say that to me today. I said I appreciate that. On the way in. You said on the way in? Yeah. I said, uh, I hope he gets better. Thank you, Steve. Take care. Bless your heart. 